I have an important, important announcement to make, Nick. Okay. Listen. I'm quitting Twitter. Oh. Man, I see. I've been thinking about this too. Let me clarify. Don't unfollow me. Don't unfollow <laughs> Locked On Hornet. I'm not quitting Twitter completely. I am quitting as a mass consumer of Twitter. Yeah. David. That must be David. Yeah, it's David. What up, dudes? David, I'm quitting Twitter. Oh. But, but I'm Good morning. But, <laughs> but I'm I'm quitting as a as a mass consumer of Twitter. Because I feel like I have this theory that you can't be a producer and a consumer. Like if you want to make great movies you can't watch movies all the time like mm. we make sports audio content radio podcast whatever you want to call it so i don't listen to a lot of sports podcasts because i don't feel right. like you can be a producer and a consumer i feel like i'm consuming too much twitter do you guys ever feel like that like you're consuming too like l- let me ask you guys david and nick and also anyone listening like think about the next time you spend 20 minutes scrolling through twitter after you get done, I want you to take a second and, and think to yourself, what did I just learn? And write down, th- if you can write down three things that you remembered from those 20 minutes, that you learned, that you took into your heart and your soul and your mind, then then you're probably fine. But I couldn't do that. I didn't remember anything. I didn't recall anything. It was just 20 minutes. My brain was just eating useless information and not retaining it. It's, um, it's you control cool. your you control your feed though, Doug. You control your your Twitter account, so maybe you need to search out some new followees. Maybe you need to engage a little more. Maybe you need to. I think I need to engage. Well, That's what I'm saying. It, there was too much going on in my mind. I needed I needed freedom of thought. Like I couldn't even have a thought. There were just too many voices. It's too much. Mm. Anyway, it can be a month. It's good to step back. I just needed to talk about. I just needed to talk about. I needed to voice it. I needed to put it out in the universe. I'm, I'm with you. Twitter is. Nick is with me. I've got Nick. Nick is on board. Too many people have become (laughs) too um, preoccupied with their own brand and how that like gets them, you know, likes and retweets. And it's like, yeah, but at what cost? I don't know. All right, let's start the show. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. We live. The thing is, I stopped Facebook a long time ago. Like, I didn't quit Facebook. I, did, I still have a page, but I didn't. I just stopped consuming it. I think you. I think we just have to rein back the the consumption. It's too much going on in the brain. Anyway, this is Locked On Hornets, your daily podcast on the Charlotte Hornets and the NBA. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Don't stop consuming us. You can never get enough Locked On Hornets. 
Search your podcast app for Locked On to get podcasts on the NBA, the NFL, and fantasy sports. We are coming to you live from the Gittimer.com studios in BEA, beautiful Uptown Charlotte on this Draft Wednesday, sponsored by our friends at Draft.com. Use our promo code LOHORNETS when you sign up to get a free game of Draft.com. It's uh, daily fantasy sports, but better. So head over to Draft.com, and I've got the... I lost the Draft.com challenge that we had here on the show a couple of weeks ago. So, Nick, I have the I have the Pocky one-chip challenge that I will do on Fun Friday. I, I've I've taken the day off of my day job. They said, "Why are you, why are you taking the day off?" I said, "Fun Friday," and I said, "One chip challenge." And they were like, "We we completely get it. We get it." And may God have mercy on your butt. Yeah, you know, um, I uh, I misplaced my address. Um, I don't know where. Nope. Yeah. That's not how it works. I need the people on the chat on Twitter. Let's get on uh, at what are you at Nick Denning at Nick underscore Denning. What are you? Yeah, something something like that. Something like that. Okay, yeah. I think you're at Nick Denning. Uh, hit him up on Twitter. Let him know he's got to do the Pocky Chip Challenge as well. You have to see me do it, and then that's gonna then you're gonna have to do it. All right. Yeah. All right. So All right. make sure you're tuning right. in. Fun Friday. Welcome to everyone on the chat. We've got quote. We've got David. What up, Nest? Lamont saying, I learned North Korea is bad this morning on Twitter. Yeah, that, that's, I think you could learn that. I don't think you Just need today. Twitter to know that. Uh, let's see. David saying, hey, any chance there will be a hot take machine available for sale soon? I could use one of those at work. Well, listen, give us your hot takes on the live chat on Twitter, and we'll uh, we'll run them through the we'll run them run through, through the machine. Yeah, or, or we'll come up with a cold take, and, and then we'll run it through the machine and use your hot take. So uh, send us that on the live chat. Uh, I've got my panel here. We've already introduced Nick from the Capital City, also from the mean streets of Cotswold. We've got David Walker. David, welcome in. Hey, guys, if you're on Instagram, go check us out at Locked on Hornets. If you're not on Instagram, get a phone, get the internet, download this application. <laughs> if you like pictures, if you like cool stuff, uh, follow us on Instagram at Locked on Hornets. Um, and good morning to everyone out there. Don't give up on social media, Doug. You just got to be social. Oh, that's real nice. Yeah. yeah, I'm not giving up on social media. I'm giving up on consuming, letting it's all of that invade my brain. I've spent mm. 20 minutes okay. on Twitter, and at the end of it, I'm like, okay, what did I take away from that? And I could not remember one single thing that I took away that that meant something. So I said, I gotta, I gotta quit. I gotta have my maybe, own thoughts. There were too many. Maybe you're only talking to bots. Is it just bots or you? It's just Russian bots about North Korea and Hornets basketball. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a great show. We're gonna re, we're gonna preview tonight's game. Even though I wrote recap on my rundown, we're gonna preview tonight's game against the Toronto Raptors. Plus, we're gonna check in with a few of our friends, including. Lance Stevenson, you remember that guy? We're going to check in, see how he's doing a little later on in the show. But first, the Hornets take on the Raptors for the first time this season. Tonight, tip set for 7.30 p.m. Toronto is 12-7 and on the year. This isn't a very different team in terms of roster construction than you're used to seeing there north of the border. The Hornets hope they can continue their success against the Raptors that they've had the last few seasons It will be a little tougher than usual because they most likely will not have the services of Kemba Walker. Kemba is uh, doubtful for this game. I think most likely will be declared out. Uh, uh, The game notes say it's a left shoulder AC joint sprain. 
The uh, Charlotte Hornets PR Twitter account says it's an AC joint contusion. I'm not a doctor. I don't know if those things are different, but I do know he's doubtful for this game. And I do know that every injury is different, but Frank Kaminsky had a AC joint sprain late last season and sat for five games. So I, I think all of this comes down to severity in terms of length of injury. Is he out one game? Is he out five games? Not really going to know. It's probably going to be a day-to-day kind of situation getting updates as we get them. Uh, we do know that Michael Carter-Williams will start in his place if he does indeed miss this game. David, what first, what are they going to be losing in Kimba Walker? Uh, their best player, uh, their main guy, their leader, and the guy who really makes a difference on offense. You know, we've talked about nightmare scenario. You ever seen, um, you guys have seen like Armageddon when Owen Wilson asks about like, what's the, what's the planet oh, yeah. like, or what's, what's, what's the, uh, what's the atmosphere like? And and he's like, worst, just say worst possible, you know, situation imaginable, worst case scenario. That's what this is. Um <laughs> I bobbled that a little bit. I hope you would have that that drop, but I didn't give you a heads up. Wow. Um, yeah. So without Kemba, I mean, we can analyze this game, and and I'm sure we want to. But you know, anything can happen. <laughs> but Kemba's their main guy. Kemba makes their offense go. He makes everything better. He's the best player on the team. So it's just going to be a, a tough go of it. Yeah, and Michael l- Carter Williams has been playing well, but he's no Kimball Walker and um, they don't have another one. Yeah, Kimball leads the team in usage. He is second on the team to Marvin Williams in points per shot attempt and he leads the team in assist percentage as well. Man, a lot of that having to do with the fact that Nicholas Batum has been on and off the court, so hasn't had time to really establish himself as the main guy there for the assist percentage. So it's been, you know, a lot. So much of the offense has been run through Kimball Walker. Uh, Nick, we'll go to you. How does inserting Michael Carter Williams into the starting lineup change things for the Hornets in this game against Toronto? I think it might point to their just overall strategy. Um, They're not going to be able to outscore Toronto, who's one of the best offensive teams in the league already. Um, So the key, if they're going to have any chance tonight, is just to play good defense. And Carter Williams, is that's kind of his thing. So, you know, if they can hold Toronto under 100 points, they have a chance tonight. But that's assuming that they themselves can, um, you know, mix points themselves. Uh, but no, this is, you know, like, again, if, if, this, if this becomes a grind, I'm okay with that because that favors, that favors the Hornets. Um, and, you know, we'll see what they do with the second unit. Um, but um, could mean, my- could mean possibly more minutes for Malik Monk in that second no. unit. So you may want to watch yeah. for that. It's going to have to. And definitely, you don't want to take Kimba Walker in your draft.com league. Fantasy sports fans, listen up. Did you know that your chances of winning on Draft.com are 80% better than on some of these salary cap sites. That's right. That's why Draft is my favorite fantasy site. No more getting crushed by the pros. It's amateur hour, and that's a good thing at Draft.com. And it's not just me. More than 1 million people have already downloaded Draft as well. Play in a real live NBA draft right now. Be done in under five minutes and get paid out the next day. Drafts are filling every second so you can join one whenever you want. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit, but you have to use our promo code LOHORNETS. That's right. Play in a real money draft for free just by using our promo code LOHORNETS. But it gets even better. Draft is so sure that you're going to love their app and the entire experience 
that they're even offering Locked On Hornets listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. No risk. Go get some reward. Just search Draft in your app store or go to draft.com and play free right now with our promo code LOHORNET. So what I'm going to do for this show... I'm going to start a Locked On Hornets draft right now for four people. So if you're listening right now, if you are listening to us live, if you're watching along on youtube.com forward slash Locked On Hornets, if you're following us on draft, LOH Doug, LOH Nick, LOH David, uh, you're going to see our, uh, our draft. It's called LOH Draft Wednesday. When that fills, if it fills during the show, we'll go ahead and draft it up. If not, we'll draft a little later. Uh, maybe around 4 o'clock p.m. before those 7 o'clock games start. Hey, guys, yeah. Doug, you know, Nick, you mentioned something, and if it's an ugly game, I mean, that that does play into the hands of the Hornets a little bit. I mean, the Raptors can tend to get into a bit of a grinded-out game, and if there's a couple of areas that you normally would like to see in an opponent for the Hornets, I mean, I think one is if they're not like a super, super great three-point shooting team, the Raptors are kind of middle of the road. They don't shoot a great percentage league-wide. And the other area that the Hornets should have an advantage in on a normal night would be rebounding. Um, You know, some of the rebounding numbers for the Raptors are near the bottom of the league. So those are two areas that if it can get into a bit of a slog it out game, you know, they could have a chance. It's just without Kemba, it's just such a different attack. I mean, you know, you can't get around that. What I'm going to be watching for is how Michael Carter-Williams, how aggressive is he in his first opportunity to start for the Charlotte Hornets? You know, he's he's coming off the, that knee procedure that he had in the offseason. Certainly, I think he probably wants to reclaim uh, some of the successes that he had uh, in Philadelphia in his rookie year, but also in, in Milwaukee, he had some great play as well. So will he try to be on the attack, and and will that be beneficial for the Hornets? I would say that probably not. I, I think it, they have a better shot at winning this game if MCW defers to guys like Nick Batum and Dwight Howard and, and even Marvin Williams, who we've seen Marvin's attempts drop because guys like Kemba, Dwight, and Jeremy Lamb slash Nick Batum have been eating a lot of those possessions. I think Michael Carter-Williams would probably be better off giving up some more possessions to Dwight Howard early on, more possessions for Batum and Marvin late in this game. Uh, Luckily for the Hornets, they've had some time to rest, which was an issue going into that Spurs game. It's part of the reason they got blown out. They've had some time to prepare with Michael Carter-Williams at the helm, so it won't be such a shock to their system. Nick... Uh, David is watching rebounding. He's watching uh, three-point shooting. What are you going to be watching for as a, as a key to this game against Toronto? You kind of mentioned it, but how they get Dwight Howard involved. Um, I wrote about this recently, but one thing I've really liked about Dwight in the post is when he really gets deep and seals his man. Um, it's a very effective place for him to be because he just kind of it, it, the the defender has no shot at really defending them at all. I mean, he can foul him, but you know Dwight typically gets the shot off quick enough that you know nothing really can be done. Um, and you've seen it throughout the season. And when he puts himself in these positions, it's like I said, a very effective play. Um, when he kind of steps a little bit further out and tries to break his defender down one on one, it's not so effective. So I would love if Carter Williams could, you know, I mean, obviously this is something they can talk about pregame with the coaching staff and whatnot, but really just have an emphasis of, okay, you, you dive deep, seal your man, um, and I'll get you early looks. And that's a way for Howard to get in the rhythm, 
that can give Carter Williams some confidence because he's making plays um, and hopefully can open things up elsewhere. Hey, you know, we haven't checked in on our buddy Lance Stevenson in a while. You guys want to check in on Lance, see what he's doing? Check this Check this out. All right, Lance takes Stevenson. it at the top. Oh, beautiful, like, wraparound pass. Almost fumbled away. Lance calling for it again, clapping as hard as he can. Oh, behind the back dribble. Oh, finds another little seam. And for the basket. Oh, Lance. Lance dancing. Lance getting funky. He's at home in Indy, man. That just it works there. I don't know why, but it just works there. And that that team's kind of fun to watch with him and all those young guys. I got to give it to him. He's like he just he gets his power from Indiana. I just love that after he almost turns it over, he's immediately just clapping. Just give it back. I got to I got to do it again. I got to get two fans. Not happening. How about how about after he's almost out of the league, still making plays right now? I mean, that's you gotta you gotta take your hat off a little bit to him. Supreme. Supreme confidence from our man Lance Stevenson. Love it. Love that he. I know. Seriously, I love that he's having success there in Indiana. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's what I'm watching for in this Toronto game. The Hornets are third in the league in giving up points off of turnovers. The Raptors are third in the league in getting points off of turnovers. They are top ten in both steals and blocks. If the Hornets can protect the basketball, they're going to have a much better chance of winning this game. And is let me ask this question. Is it impossible for them to win without Kimba? Like I know Toronto's played, they play well offensively. No. They don't play so great defensively, but this is not I think we try to make this out of like, oh god, Kimba's injured, Kimba's out. Like if he's out extended time, yes, that's a nightmare. But for one game, I think they can win this thing. It's not impossible. Nothing is impossible in today's NBA. Uh, Lance Stevenson is a perfect example. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the turnover numbers, and that's fantastic. Their point guard, starting point guard, you know, is not playing. So, I mean, it's just we've seen this team without Kemba. Uh, It's just a very tough hill to climb. Nothing is impossible, though. And sometimes you're right, Doug. Sometimes you see a team like go on the road, you know, you lose a key guy. And it's a rallying cry for a team and something like that. Um, we'll see how this current Hornets team reacts. They're just going to need a lot of things to go their way. They're going to need some guys to have big nights. If there's ever a time for Malik Monk to have another bust out game, this would be it to provide some points off the bench. And they need, uh, you know, they normally need Frank and the rest of the bench to give them something. They'll they'll absolutely have to have that tonight to to do anything against Toronto. I mean, look, Toronto could come out and lay an egg at home. You know, it happens. It's the NBA. But uh, in general, it's going to be tough to win, certainly this game and any others without Kimba. Shooting, um, shooting aside, does Carter Williams have any Lynn-esque qualities to you guys? Do you feel like he has that ability to just, I mean, I guess control a game? Do you think he, I mean, just based on his play the last, since he's, I guess, obviously looked healthy. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think he does most of that on the defensive end. He doesn't have anywhere near Lynn's ability to control a game offensively. He, it's, it, he has a great ability to attack the basket, and he uses those long arms to, to finish plays that, that others would not be able to finish. But at the same time, he's not been great around the rim either. It's been a problem for this entire Hornets team, and, and he's been a victim of that not only in Charlotte but in other places as well. You know, his ability to get to the rim is great. It's finishing there that he's that he struggled with. But defensively, he leads the team in steal percentage right now. And and he's a player that can turn 
defense and to offense. And I think if the Hornets can protect the basketball while at the same time turning over Toronto, who's top 10 in both steals and blocks uh, this year, then that could be a very a very positive thing for the Hornets uh, in this very tough matchup. Hey, do you guys want to check in on, on our friend LeBron James? You guys are so excited on this show. You just, uh, like you really you really want to check here. Let's check in on LeBron. God, <laughs> wake we up! Have to, we, have, we never have to check in on LeBron. He always lets us know what's going on. All right, so LeBron uh, LeBron gets the steal here. He's taking it all the way, and he's go. Oh, he's going to the hole. Oh, no foul call. Oh, he's very mad at the ref. Oh, and that ref's very mad as well. Well, that ref just threw him out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's the first time in LeBron James's career. Yeah, you just heard it. How surprised are you guys that LeBron James picked up? First of all, how surprised are you that that's the first ejection of his career? A little surprised. Yeah, he's had a long career. Yeah. But he does demonstratively drop so many F-bombs these days that I think he must have just spit one right in that guy's ear, and he was like, "Uh uh-uh, absolutely not, not tonight. It is shocking at home, though. Um, How (laughs) How surprised are you that the man that threw him out, the referee, was named Kane Fitzgerald? Kane. Surprised? I don't know. Kane. Fitzgerald. What a coincidence. (laughs) How surprised are you that he looks like the dad from 90210? (laughs) Look at that guy. Kane Fitzgerald. Did he also throw out Jason Kidd? I just, just because I saw the picture there when he, when he. Probably at some point. I imagine. I wish we had. I wish we had thrown out numbers for refs, like how many how many people they tossed out. I'm sure they're foul. They're, they do have. Did foul you hear what the ref said after the game? They said they asked the ref, uh, you know, did you did you ass- why did you assess two technicals on LeBron James? And he said, "Because I can." I only assessed one technical and then threw him out. Bold. Mm. He's not afraid of the king. Enos Cantor <laughs> tweeting out. That uh, that circling the ref and saying that's the new king of Cleveland now, <laughs> Enos, Enos, yes. calm down. Don't yeah. tell me you didn't learn anything on Twitter, Doug. You are dropping some gems today. It's the only one you, I. This uh, only. That, then I quit. After that, I quit. That was the peak peak Twitter for me. Double M fifteen saying, "When are we eating these chips?" Yeah, the pocky chip. That's Fun Friday. So hey, double M fifteen. We. We aren't eating. We are never eating these chips. Doug is eating these yeah, on I, Fridays. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I'm going to eat half, and I'm going to give the other half to David. Uh, so, Dublin 15 also saying, if the Kings can beat the Warriors, then we have a chance. Absolutely. And the Wizards beat Minnesota last night without, finish my sentence, without. John Wall. That's right. Yeah. It ain't over. Happen, hashtag anything can happen. Hashtag Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. You, you know what's concerning, though, guys? Uh, Please tell uh, me. Outside of Kimba being out, I mean, Michael Carter-Williams, you have to imagine his number, his minutes are going to double, right? He's playing about 15 minutes a game. He's going to have to play Kimba-like numbers, which is going to put him up around 
geez, Kim is playing 35 minutes a game. I mean, he's going to have to play 30 minutes a game, you think. And that just pushes everybody else down. I mean, you see the drop-off when Kimba goes out to MCW whenever they try to do anything else with the back guard point with a backup point guard situation. That's where it's going to be. That's where it could be disastrous. I mean, that's where it could be really ugly because we'll go back to seeing probably Monk. Um, you know, uh, who else would they try out there? They don't have anyone else. Well, Julian Stone is listed yeah. as probable Julian for this Stone. game. He was upgraded. Uh, David, that's a good point, but give me, you seem kind of cool on the LeBron James getting thrown out thing, and there's going to there's gonna be a lot of people talking about this today. They Get, won by like 30. <laughs> okay, give me a cool take on LeBron James being thrown out of this game. You know, LeBron overstepped his bounds a little bit and uh, probably said something he shouldn't have. So he deserved to get seated for the rest of the game. Coach, oh, this is sports. Got a problem. Got a problem. You know, you got to help, you know. LeBron James is the leader of his team. A team that in stretches has not played great. And they need their leader on the floor late in games. What will this mean in the playoffs if he cannot control his temper? That's a good one. Yeah, he'll definitely get. (laughs) Doug, you sound like Charlie from It's Always Sunny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can we talk about the mail? Can we talk about the mail? Real quick, though, how, how ironic was it to see Dwayne Wade throw his cane aside, take off all his warm-ups, and go in there and, 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 and almost torch the heat, if you will, as the game wound down? I mean, that must have been so weird for, for all the diehard Heat fans out there. Hey, let's, hey, by the way, you mentioned Dwayne Wade. Let's check, let's check in on our buddy Dwayne Wade. We haven't checked in on D-Wade in a while. This was him against the, against the Sixers. Oh, sniper in the building. Here comes Simmons flop. Major, major flop here as he comes across the pick and roll. Oh, it was like a pirouette, like a ballet move. Like, what in the world? It's not even, it, it happened, it happened several seconds after no one made contact with him. It, here's the thing I, I guess that the, not only the, the, the athleticism slows, not only uh, does the speed slow down. But the reaction time apparently slows down. Everything slows down, duh. Everything slows down. It's affecting the flopping now. He would have flopped so much quicker five years ago. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Hey, Toronto's offense tonight is going to be, you can can guarantee one thing, it's going to be very good. Six games of shooting over 50% this season. They are moving the ball a lot better. The Raptors have tallied eight games of 25 or more assists. That's very un-Raptorsian. Is that, a, is that okay? Raptors, mm-hmm. Raptorsian. Raptorsian. Mm-hmm. They had nine games like that all of last year. They ran a lot of isolation for guys like DeMar DeRozan. Toronto joins Minnesota as the only teams to not be held under 40% for a game this season, but they have also not held an opponent to under 40%. Everything runs through that man, Double D, DeMar DeRozan still, but he's a slightly different offensive player than he's been in years past. He's buying into ball movement and man movement. His assist rate is much higher year over year, and his catch and shoot numbers have gone from below average to over 1.2 points per possession, which ranks him in the 71st percentile. This might actually, I don't know what your take on this is, 
DeMar DeRozan moving around a little bit and how that will affect things for the Charlotte Hornets. But I think that this might actually benefit the guy who's going to be guarding him tonight, which is Michael Kidd Gilchrist, most likely, whose pick-and-roll ball handler, off-screen, and spot-up defense numbers have been far and away better this season than they were last season. And he hasn't, Michael Kidd Gilchrist has not seen a ton of ISO plays come his way. It's been a few LeBron here, and, and that's really it. Um, so th- I think it could be, this could be actually be a favorable matchup for Michael Kidd Gilchrist. And that sounds funny to say because it's DeMar DeRozan. He's scoring over 20 points a game. It's always going to be a tough cover. Did only have two points in his last game. They got a win because it was Atlanta, but he only had two points. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's great. This it's is sad. fantastic. Just, you know, I keep coming back to the Kimba thing uh, for me, Nick. I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to analyze. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, but that's, that's true though. I mean, like Gilchrist can, I mean, and it's not just Gilchrist. It's pretty much anyone in the league can get destroyed off ISO play. Cause these guys are just so good at breaking down guys, you know, in ISO situations. Um, but no, I mean, if, if, if MKG this is another fact in this, if MKG limits Rosen, that takes another element out of the game, um, you know, and if other guys aren't hitting their shots either, this is, you know, like once again, we have a, um, you know, we have a shot here. One thing I'll say though, is that the, they have a lot of size down low. Um, Abaka and Valanchunas are incredibly big guys. Um, do you, do you guys worry about the matchup of Marvin Williams on on Ibaka? Possibly. I mean, I think you know having having Dwight Howard underneath is going uh, to allow Marvin to be a little bit more aggressive with Serge Ibaka. Doesn't have to sink down quite as far. So defensively, I think that's okay. Now Marvin has been more effective in the corner this season has not been going to the rim as much. So that would favor him offensively. Uh, and w- But when he has gone to the rim, he has not been effective. So I expect that to continue against Serge Ibaka, who uh, is still out there uh, blocking a lot of shots and playing great defense around the rim, but could challenge Serge by by pulling him out or into the corner and open up maybe driving lanes for a guy like Michael Carter-Williams. So I think that could be an interesting matchup for them as well. Hey, my mission in this show now is to get David fired up, and I feel like this is going to do it. I'm fired up. All right. Well, I I think this is going to do it, David. Are you ready? Let's check in on our friend Greg Popovich. See how he's doing right now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, dog. Oh, yeah, he's getting tossed. He said, kiss my ass. And looking, I love that he follows up that with "Open your eyes." Well, the coach was right. Oh, and then he you goes know, over the other ref. He's giving the other ref the business yeah, after already being thrown out. Pop is such a pro. He knows exactly what it takes to 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 get the night off, to take you know to get bounced out of a game. Like he knew that was going to happen. He was going. He doesn't after even it. have to do the post game. Exactly. It's, it's a it great. It's perfect. a great bailout when you when you get thrown out. You don't even have to do the post game. You just you're just gone. I love that he, but he just follows it. He's like, he tells the ref to kiss his ass and then follows it up with open your eyes. I don't, that's, that's quite a combo. He doesn't, he wants him to really enjoy that. I I wonder how often coaches like intentionally get, you know, kicked out so they can do something else. Like, did y'all hear like the pop story where he wanted to watch, um, 
God, I can't remember. It was he wanted to watch a sporting event and another. Sporting oh, I think event. that was Doc, wasn't it? Wasn't didn't yeah, Doc want to watch Doc. the Masters? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it was the Masters, right? Yeah, and like he tried to get thrown out, and the ref was like, "Hey, I want to watch two man star." <laughs> so they know, like these refs kind of know what these coaches are trying to do. I think sometimes. Well, and Pop's like, I feel like Pop's one of the only guys that will that will get thrown out of a game. He does the sort of the baseball thing where he'll run out onto the field and throw a base yeah. to get his team fired up. Uh, he's look, he's he's playing the psychological game, and and doing a great job at that. So that's Pop getting fired up. Double M fifteen saying, David, are you willing to eat a chip if we win? Eat that. No. <laughs> no, there's eighty games in a season. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Okay, Toronto's bench is very good. Yeah, also, watch horrible. out for that. Just horrible. What, David? <laughs> so bad. These chips sound horrible, Doug. Oh God. Uh, the back of the box says, "Do you dare to go to hell and back?" No. You don't. You don't. You not only have to go to hell. You have to go there and then back. Ugh. This is going to be tough. You know what? I I opened it. I haven't opened it yet. I opened it for the first time yesterday, and it's in a. The chip is actually in a package. The chip's not just rolling around in there. It is. No wonder it costs sixty bucks, dude. That package, and you get a cardboard box. Then you have. Is it like a vacuum sealed plastic bag? Yeah, I'm gonna have to wear like goggles to make sure I don't get this stuff in my eyes. Uh, I don't. You know, should we do it at the end of the show? Or, you or one try to like eye- power through at the beginning of the show. You need to find a high school classroom with like one of those eye washers, you know, in the corner. <laughs> oh, I've got Liz, I've got the You got an eye washer? What no. <laughs> you have an eye washer in there? <laughs> this is an advanced studio. I'm gonna be like uh <laughs> science class after this. <laughs> oh man. No, make sure you have milk. Like seriously, don't have bread. Yeah, milk and bread. Well, it's butter, just it's bam- buttermilk. It's not just like regular milk kind of helps. Oh really? But it's buttermilk that you want. What about eggnog? To Would off. that help? Would the eggnog Spiced help? eggnog, maybe a little, if you know what I mean. That would take away the pain. <laughs> lots and spice? lots of. I find it entertaining. I find it inspiring. Authentic, authentic bourbon. Authentic. Wish I had that drop. I don't have that one available. Okay, what do you, David? I, I think I know the answer to this question from you. Yes, Lamont, thank you. That's what I was trying to think of just a second ago. Yes, the Andy Bernard eyewash demonstration from The Office. Yeah. I'll just be <laughs> screaming as I wash my eyes out. <laughs> the Nard dog. Uh, what, do you, what do you have the Hornets' chances in this one, assuming that Kimba is not in the lineup? I mean, 25%. I don't know. The, like I said, anything oh, can happen yes. Anything can happen tonight. The Raptors could have an off night. Everyone else besides DeMar DeRozan could go cold or he could go cold. The Hornets have got to have somebody pop for them, though. So, uh, yeah, it could happen. And historically, I mean, the Hornets have played the Raptors pretty tough. Um, And I think it's a matchup that they would do fine in, all things being equal. They're just going to have to rally around that fact that that Kimba's out and everyone is going to have to up their game. Double M15 basically summing up this show. Kimba is out. LeBron got kicked out. Wade is old. Pop is a genius. That was a good, that was a good summation of what's going on in this show. Uh, Nick, give me your coolest take on what's going to happen tonight between the Hornets and the Raptors. And I'll, I'll, I'll send it through the machine. Um, I think Dwight Howard is going to, he's going to get probably a double, double, um, you know, <laughs> like 17 points, mm-hmm. 12 rebounds. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he'll probably turn it over a few times, you know, but it's just, it's going to be, a, I think he'll have a good night. I think it'll be solid and, and um, yeah. The Hornets have zero chance against the Toronto Raptors without their leader, one Kemba Mathias Jameson Walker. They've got zero chance. Dwight Howard not going to get a double-double. He's going to get a single-single because he doesn't have his leader on the court helping him out. The Hornets lose to the Raptors by 60. Oof. It's the hot take. That would be... It's the hot... we'll I'm, not it en- I'm just reading. These are not endorsements. I'm reading what's on the paper. It spits, out a, sh- the spits out a sheet of paper, and I read it. All right. Thanks so much for joining us here on Locked On Hornets. Uh, I think the Hornets have a chance, by the way. I really do. I think that uh, Toronto, coming off a weird game against Atlanta, the Hornets are rested. They had a chance to work in Michael Carter-Williams. I think if Michael Carter will defer to Batum and get get our man Dwight Howard involved early, I think they have a good shot at at least being close in the fourth quarter, and then it's going to come down to their offensive execution. How well is that? And we didn't even mention Jeremy Lamb off the bench. I I think that's going to be key as well. You mentioned Batum, Doug. We didn't talk about him at all. I mean, he'll be the guy that probably takes some of that responsibility with Kemba out as well. Um, so Michael Carter-Williams and Batum may split some of that. And he'll have to have a big offensive night as well. And that's the way it's going to happen, though. Michael Carter-Williams has got to play a very good game and just pick his spots and get everyone else involved. Thanks for listening to Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're there, give us a five-star review. Help hardcore Hornets fans like yourself find this podcast And shoot us your Hornets questions and thoughts to buzzbuzz at LockedOnHornets.com. Thanks to our sponsor for this episode, Draft.com. Use our promo code LOHORNETS to get a free game. All right, until next time, for David, I'm Doug, saying go Hornets, go America, beat the Raptors. Let's swarm Charlotte. This one's for all the Dougaholics, the Lockdown Hornets podcast. What up next? And please subscribe, rate, and review, or join our Patreon page. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed LaCroix and scrambled LaCroix. Let's drink a LaCroix. Good night, Bus City. We love you. <laughs>